is Decoding Learning Differences with Kimberlyn LaBelle. This episode is part of our series, Optimizing Your Child's Learning Through Getting to Know Your Kid. In this episode, we are digging into learning preferences, which is not the same thing as learning styles. And we'll also be talking about the importance of not worrying too much about your child's learning style. So when I'm talking about learning style, I'm talking about that auditory, visual, tactile kinesthetic. If you remember back to episode three, and I would encourage you to re-listen to it or listen to it again or listen to it for the first time if you haven't listened to it, we talked about how children learn. There was a handout that went with it and we showed this pyramid. And in that episode, I talked about the learning pyramid and how at the very top is the passive ways that we give information to our children, which is typically where that auditory, kinesthetic, tactile, visual all falls. At the bottom, that participatory, which you get some of that tactile and kinesthetic there too, that participatory is where kids really are learning. Most of the learning is happening there. So, does it matter if your child is auditory, visual, kinesthetic, tactile? Kind of. If your child has an auditory processing disorder, then I definitely think it is beneficial to know that. Because then when your child doesn't listen to you, when you tell them to go clean their room, you know that they probably need a visual or another method of helping them know what it is you're actually asking of them. They're just not processing what you're telling them very well at all. Giving them an audiobook is not very beneficial. They're not going to understand it particularly well. So knowing that about your child is very helpful. It is very beneficial. I definitely think there's huge benefits to knowing how your child learns best. Even knowing that they don't have a processing disorder, but they're not so great with the auditory, they do better with the visual, is very beneficial to know. Maybe you do let them listen to an audiobook, and then you reinforce it with pictures about that book, or having them draw pictures about what they're hearing so that they're turning their own auditory into visual and participating in their own learning, which is also activating a lot of other things. So the, the focus here is, how is your child going to learn? How do they learn best? Yes, all of this is important, but there's other things to consider as well. And a lot of what I want us to consider is the experiences that our children have. Because that participatory piece of learning is all about experiences, experiencing your learning, not just seeing something, or hearing something, you know, absorbing information that is being given to you, which is, can be easy and even relaxing at times, right? Like we just sit and watch TV to relax. And sometimes we learn things, but we don't always retain what we learned very well. Like how many times have you been trying to tell someone something that you saw on TV that was so interesting and you can't remember a lot of the details? But when you're trying to tell someone about it, you're also helping yourself to remember whatever it is that you have remembered up to that point. 
And the faster you turn around and tell someone about it, the more you're going to remember and be able to tell them and then go back and rewatch it and then, you know, take notes, right? Now you're getting a little more participatory. You're going to, you're planning out what you're going to tell someone else about this thing that you watched or this podcast you listened to. The more you're participating, the more you're going to learn and retain. So right now, whether you are watching this or listening to this, think through what have I learned so far about how children learn? What am I going to do with that information? Say it out loud. So our children learn better when they are experiencing. One of the, so some experience ideas. This also can be used to help gain their interest. So there's a lot of overlap between gaining a child's interest in learning and their learning preferences. Field trips absolutely can gain a child's interest and it can be how their, that your child learns best. Your child might learn the most when you go on field trips with them, when you take them somewhere. And maybe the more time they're outside, the more they're learning because they're just also super interested in being outside. You see how that all kind of plays together. Museums, they might learn a ton when they go to a museum or just going to the beach and experiencing that. But you can work on reading, writing, math while sitting at the beach. So think through how can I incorporate different experiences with what I want my child to learn. A huge piece of experiences is just conversations. Like I said, if you want to tell someone about something you watched, that conversation you're having about it is really powerful. When I watch something with my friend or with my husband and we have a conversation about it and a dialogue Oh, but did you hear him say this? Because we both might have interpreted a little differently. We're having a conversation. We're coming to a deeper understanding. And we're actually retaining what we learned from what we watched way more than if we just watched it. Now, I do also suggest different books and movies and plays. But within all of that, I, I encourage the conversation. Or even having your kid present something. Now, I, I don't like anything where you're like, you have to present this, but anything really, hey, do you want to like do a presentation on it for us? You can like stand up and get a little microphone or do you want to make a video about it? So some of that where you're encouraging them to tell you what they learned from the movie they watched. Or maybe you don't allow screen time and there's this movie they really want to watch. Okay, you can watch that movie if afterward you give me a little presentation on it and you summarize the whole movie. So I want you to take some notes while you're watching it so that you can do a little presentation on it afterward. All right, maybe you make a deal like that. Your, your family, your choices, but just some suggestions. New materials can really gain some interest um, and spark some interest in what they're learning and anything else that's like novel. New experiences, new places, new things absolutely help kids to learn more most of the time. 
it helps to engage them, it helps to make things interesting, it helps them to remember because it's never happened before. If you go to the beach every single day, they're not going to be able to differentiate one day from another like in their memory very well. But if they've only ever been to the beach once, they can probably tell you just about everything about it because it was that memorable, because it was that different, that unique and that novel. So obviously you can't create a novel experience for your child every single day. But any piece that you can add of novelty to whatever it is that you are teaching them or wanting them to learn, that can definitely, those can go together very well. So if you are wanting them to learn about ancient Rome and you borrow a, or you get a sheet out of the closet and you dress up in a toga before they wake up. They come out that morning and you are wearing a toga or, you know, a sheet wrapped kind of like a toga. That's pretty novel. They're going to be like, what just happened? What is going on today? And you're like, I'm so glad you asked. We're learning about Rome. Isn't that amazing? Do you want to wear a toga? like, yes, I want to wear a toga and learn about Rome. Like, that's so cool. Or, no, you're rude. Right? Depends on the age of your kid. Guys are thinking about the, the teenagers kind of getting like, no, you're weird. But they're also going to remember that. It's novel. That's never happened before. That's going to be weird. That's going to be memorable. So anything that you can do like that, right? Anything that can spark that interest and make them experience something that they haven't experienced before definitely can help any other experiences that you have with your child the more hands-on i'm all about the manipulatives bringing out the um you know all the different manipulatives counting different objects any of that hands-on learning is really good learning so i definitely encourage as much of that as possible um, and the more we talk about what we're learning, the more we're able to actually learn and retain what we are learning. So the more your child is teaching you about what you're learning, the more you're going to learn it. In fact, I've so often heard parents of, that are homeschooling say, I learn way more now than I ever did in public school. I barely learned anything there. Okay. I get that there's a variety of issues happening here, but one of the reasons that's happening is because you're now teaching. And when you're teaching, you're going to learn a lot more than when you're just a student. So if you're learning a lot, make sure your child is also <laughs> learning a lot and that they're not just in the student role, sitting back listening. If you're wondering why they're not understanding something, have them teach it to you or their younger sibling or the dog or the neighbor or whatever. Have them teach what they're struggling with. Or the step right before it that maybe they really didn't master or the step way before it that they really didn't master. Have them reteach that to you or to the neighbor or to the younger brother or dog, whatever. Teaching someone else allows them to really learn it in a way, in a very deep way. So I really, 
highly encourage you to allow your child to be the teacher. Okay, I wanna hear from you. As always, let me know. What did you take away from this? What, are, what thoughts are you having about it? What will your next experience with your child be? How are they gonna be learning? What experiences have you had recently that you can share with me? I would love to hear about all of it. Kimberlyn at decodinglearningdifferences.com. Also feel free to find me on Facebook. I'm Kimberlyn Lavelle. I think I'm the only one there. <laughs> There's also Decoding Learning Differences on Facebook, so you can find us either way. And I look forward to hearing from you.